You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Boy, time here, and we are back. I caught Gary slipping. <laughs> he lost his head. He lost all of his sense. <laughs> we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Ooh, fellas, I'm skipping. What did you do this weekend? Because I got something juicy. I want to hear y'all take on. Hey, I, I, I know this. I know this much. If that, hold, hold on, hold on. Before you jump into that, you know we got a guest on today. Okay. Uh, um, she she's here. I, I'm not saying she's representing all women, but she's wep- she's representing uh, a majority of them. Let's just say that. Uh, you want to introduce yourself to there? I mean, I don't know if you want to go by your name, if you want to come up with a. I'm gonna let you create the person that you want the people to know. <laughs> I'm Linda. <laughs> okay, she used her real name. Okay, so Linda's is my fr- she's my friend, uh, real close friend. So it's gonna be interesting what she say right now about this situation and it's really weird that it's coming from time too but but go ahead because I, I feel like this is a father's day question now okay. D, i'm gonna let you go ahead and bring to this topic because i seen it in the group chat and i know you have to say so tell us what you think okay so i i, I i'll tell you I, i'll tell you what it is linda because I, I i i think it'll be better coming from me and gary you you can fill in the gaps where they are so apparently there's this lady. She has multiple kids. Uh, she has four kids to be exact. Well, one of the kids belonged to the one guy, and this one guy bought his kid food and didn't buy the other kid's food, and she lost her noodle. My question to you is, is was that the right decision by her to lose her noodle on this guy for not getting all her kids' food versus just getting his kid food? Uh, do you think it was the right move and if so why and if not why not same with you gear i do not because she was trying to expose her one baby daddy who was doing what he needed to do for his kids and it's not his issue that the other baby's daddy didn't bring food what she should have done is bought food for all of them and either asked for the money or bought the food for the rest of the kids so they don't feel left out. But legally and morally, he is not obligated to feed all the other kids, no matter if they were in a previous relationship and he took care of them then. Because then what's wrong with her saying then he needs to buy her food, which would make no sense. Okay. So I I just want to make sure I want to clear this up, though. Uh... And and I don't know a lot about the story, but the first question that every woman up until you have asked me was, were they in a relationship as if that mattered? Does that matter whether or not they've been in a relationship at the time or if they were messing around? Does that matter in any sense of the word? This guy's free and clear is what you're telling. Yeah, it doesn't matter because they're not together now. They just have a kid. So it doesn't matter what their thing was in the past. He just has to do what he needs to do with the other kids. Why is she not trying to expose the other baby daddy or daddy for those kids that don't have the food? Okay. What what you think, Gary? So we discussed this previously on the podcast when it came like gifts. I am all for you only getting your child something. I think what you were asking, D, was if they were in a current relationship, yeah. should you get something for the other kids? If you're in a current relationship with somebody and they have kids from other people, yes, because you are the father figure in that in that family at that moment. Now, if you're not in a relationship with that person and she has one of your kids or he has one of your kids, you're only responsible for your child. You don't have to worry about the other ones because they're not yours. It doesn't matter how they feel. That's on the moms or the dad's job is to make sure they feel a certain type of way and make sure they get food. I don't think it has anything to do with the mother or father in the situation because it could go both ways. The dad could have custody and the mom could be doing visiting. So I just wanted to clarify it's not just one way, but I don't think 
she had any right to blow up at him because if they're not in a relationship, it's not, their other kids aren't his responsibility. Now, if they are in a relationship, then yes, he should get the other kids. So I, I'm going to tell you how I feel about this situation. So I am, it's, it's, it, it's tough for me because I kind of understand the situation, but I'm also, I'm kind of somewhat on her side. And the reason why I'm somewhat on her side is because if you agree to mess with a woman that already has multiple kids, then you now assume the responsibility of taking care of her and said kids, right? If y'all decide that y'all want to break up and move on, you still got it. Just like when you adopt kids, uh, when you adopt kids, uh, Angelina Jolie and Tom Cruise, I think went through this. They Brad adopted Pitt. Kid, Brad Pitt. Yeah. They adopted kids together, decided to leave and they had to figure that shit out. All I'm saying is, is like, even if they're not your biological kids, if you've been in their life long enough, uh, then I feel like, and, and again, I don't know the story behind how long he's been with these kids. If he was there for, you know, an extent of five or six years or whatever it was, but these kids were young. So I, I don't know the impact that he had in their life. And then two, who wants to have like, like you, you have multiple kids with multiple people. That's not the problem. The problem arises when one father takes care of their kid and the other one doesn't. So now you, you have this issue amongst the kids because one is doing for their kid and the other one isn't. And so now you left with this mom to try to figure it out. Like, Hey, this is what's going on. And I don't think you should put that type of pressure on her when you could just bail out by helping her out. I mean, well, you didn't have a problem so sleeping with her. The problem with that would be, like you said, if the other fathers aren't or mothers aren't doing their job, why is it your responsibility to take over those kids? If especially if not in a relationship with them anymore, if you're not in a relationship with the woman anymore, and what if she's in a relationship with somebody else? Now their job is to take over the kids. Look, Why is but he- this here's the thing though, you gotta look at relationships like taxes. If you don't want to pay them, somebody else got to. It ain't that they not gonna pay them, it's somebody else got to. So if, if in the event that you know going into this relationship, and same with you, Lynn, going into this relationship, if you know that a guy has three kids by three different women, first of all, your red flag's gonna go up. I'm not saying that you're not gonna talk to them, but you're gonna have a lot of red flags going up because you know, okay. I got to deal with three different people, three different personalities, three different. Okay. Now, now I've, okay. I've accepted that. I've accepted that I'm a mess with. Okay. Now in the event that he does one for his kid or you was to do something for his kid, you would do something for all three, correct? And neither one of them was your kid. If we're in a relationship right now. Yeah. Right. But now if you spent three to five years with them or two years with them, and y'all break up, you still going to do stuff for those kids because, I mean, at the time that you was with this person, you developed that relationship and those relationships. And so now you're more likely to get them something. I That's the only reason why I feel like this lady lost her shit is because there was some history there that we didn't understand. Now, but I get that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I also feel like it shouldn't be an obligation where you just like call me out. Like I would... Oh no, it's a, it's a it's Gary know this best. It's it's one of those it's um it's a involuntary it's mandatory involuntary. I mean involuntary. So yeah, you it's 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 one of those things where they don't you they say you could come if you want to, but if you don't come you get punished. <laughs> yeah, I think like he should get brandy points doing that trying to maintain but we also don't know his situation could change where he's like you know obviously it doesn't seem like he's getting to see the kid at the time and normally he would probably take the child out to eat and maybe just that one child so if he has to bring the food i i just think he could get brandy points for doing it for the other kids but it shouldn't be he has to do it but it's always been like well i think the problem is we don't know enough about the story because I feel like, like as a man in that situation, if you had were with the woman long enough and she had kids and you had built a relationship, you would have got it. So like right, that's what the I'm context saying. clues, but the context clues tell me that they probably weren't in a relationship long. That's why he only right. got it for his kid. What what what? Well, here's the here's the thing though. So in relationships, there's always one side. And when I say one side, nobody gives a damn about the other side. And when I say nobody gives a damn about the other side, it's my side 
uh, damn your side because if it wasn't an issue, we wouldn't be arguing right now. So with that being said, the the side that I got was based on the tone. Maybe she thought it was more than what it was, or vice versa, because you know you could talk to somebody for two or three years not know them, and one person be like serious, definitely in love, and the other person was like, well, hell, I thought we were just messing around. So we 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 don't know that stance. So there's a lot of there's a lot of variables in this conversation that we don't know. So it was very interesting for people to either jump down her throat or jump down his throat, not knowing all full details, but just based off the details that we got, uh, not trying to, you know, make things what they are or what they're not based off the information that we have. I, I think that he should have done something for the other three kids because I felt like, hey, if you've messed with her, if you're willing to sleep with her, you got to accept everything that comes with her. I, I'll give you a case in point. If you decided that you wanted to sleep with somebody uh, uh, without a condom and you got pregnant and you you had the baby, you had to, you got to deal with it, right? You got to deal with it. So if you decide that you want to go mess with this lady, you know she got three or four kids, you're not accepting just her and like, oh, no, nah, them ain't my kids. I ain't going to. You accepting them with them with her well, well maybe maybe his kid was the first kid and then all the kids came after they broke up you know what it could have you, you and, know and what? then you why might, would you, you, could, do you could be right yeah yeah and then but, why but, they, you have no relationship with them and and, and here's the thing though and i, I and i don't want to go i, I don't want to leave this uh not mentioned but nobody's talking about the fathers that didn't bring food to their Correct. kids and i know you said that gary but with that being said as a man, uh, Gary or Linda, I, I'm not sure what your expectations are for a man. But when you have a kid with a guy, whether it's like a one night stand, uh, whether it's like what are your expectations out of a guy? Does it matter? Does the situation matter? But what you 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 I just walk me through, Linda. OK, you find out that you're pregnant, regardless of how. It happened. One night stand. You done been with her for six years because y'all all react the same. Oh, shit, I'm pregnant. <laughs> like, what? what's the what's the thought process after that? Well, I feel like I totally get that. Like, I feel like the minute you open up your legs, you assume the risk of yes. becoming pregnant with the other person. So my idea is to know the person enough that I risk take that risk because I don't know if they did have a relationship and then he's just a, what somebody might say, a POS, you know, now. Piece of shit. We curse on this podcast. Let it ride. <laughs> well, that he's a piece of shit afterwards, but like there's so much like how well did she know him and did he do this what's his circumstances financially maybe he couldn't uh or something bad happened to end the relationship and he felt some type of way like we would need a bigger backstory to really say because there's so many scenarios that could affect it i just don't think that she should totally like act like this is a negative and expose him when I don't think he's doing the worst. He's taking care of the one child. And granted, yes, he could be doing more for the other children if they were in a relationship and he did at that time. But I just don't judge him for that. You would hope that you pick somebody who would take care no matter what out of the kindness of their heart. But, you know, people, you know, make mistakes. Right. Right. I, I no, just I, I, I got a, I, I got another question. It's it's a I would like a woman's opinion. It's not about what we just talked about. Um, so there's another video out there that time put in our uh, group chat, and it was the I guess this woman a guy was stole this woman's purse and she was five months pregnant. Ooh. So. She tried to chase him, realized she couldn't, so she got in her car and ran him over. Is she should she get charged for that or no? How do you as a woman, how do you Ooh. expect that to go? Oh, he hit you with that bonus question. Oh. So so so, he so stole what happened? So, yeah, so what happened? They're at a grocery store. Yeah. 
they're at a grocery store. She's sitting in her car. Like, I guess he's talking to her and stuff. He reaches in, grab her purse, takes off running. She throws the car and drive. She chases him down in the car and hits his ass. Like, with runs the him over. Car. Like, legit runs him over. Runs him over in the car, jumps out, grabs her purse, and call the cops, and they come get him, and he was down to her. Should she get charged with running him over? You said absolutely not? Yeah. I mean, so she tried to run him over? Yes, yeah, she, she purposely tried to tried. run him over. Yeah, she purposely tried to run him over. So on video. I mean, like, you took that risk of robbing her, and I feel like, I don't know, like, I, 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 in my emotions, I feel like she's not wrong. Okay. And, I think she that, should be. She hundred percent should be charged. Hell yeah, they should take her ass to jail. So 100%. if if you get if you can get charged for shooting somebody, breaking in your house because you shot him in the back as they're leaving, then she should hundred percent be charged for trying to run him over. So yeah. he was running away and she ran him down with a car. If he if now he didn't die, but if she killed him, that's murder. Yeah, but see, I think everybody's getting off the fact that it was a woman that was five months pregnant. And that because she was five months Just, pregnant. Well, I and, think the thing everybody, everything brought, everybody brought up that I saw was, oh, he has her address. He could go back to her house. But how many times did that actually happen when people were out? I don't know. But usually he's just trying to take your wallet, take your money, and then ditching it. That's usually what happens when somebody mugs you. They don't come back to your house later. That's usually, I don't know for a fact. But I'm saying for the most part, that's all you ever hear that happens. So, so Gary, I... <laughs> Here's the problem that I have with that. Like, I was okay with everything that you just said, but no, you made ahead. it seem like all he was doing, like, like it wasn't really like a big offense. He no, it's 100% a big offense. He took big her offense. purse. I'm just saying, people were saying that, oh, he was, gonna, he was already planning to go to her house and all that stuff. That's what people were saying. That's why she feared oh, for her life. Oh, oh. That's not, a, that's not a, a reason to run somebody over. And, and but you don't know what's going through her mind. Like, I've had where something happened and like your emotions are like happening all fast. So that's why I think if it was right in the moment where she did what she did, it's running off of adrenaline, fear, scared. Like as a woman, like you have different fears that a man might not Correct. have. Yes, you're right that like you might not have done that, trashed it, not done. But in her mind, she's like, I'm pregnant. Um, I live alone or something like he might come to my house, Rami, or that's you know, like so many scenarios that she's going with what she's feeling at the moment, which isn't the best. I, I don't think that that's the best case scenario, but I don't want to just falter in that because I just know as a woman, I feel differently than a lot of guys. But the problem is he's running away. So you're not fearful of your life anymore. If he would, if she runs he him over, he took her purse, bro. He took her fucking purse. I know. So I'm saying she's not fearful of her life because he's running away from her. So you know, my thing is, yeah. No. So you don't say it feels like to be a woman, Gary. You trying I don't, to speak 100%. for a woman? I'm just telling you, by the by, what the law states that if she runs him over and kills him, she tried to kill him. That's how how it's going to be seen because she ran him down and ran him over because he stole her purse. That's murder. That's legit so, murder. What if she was trying to run her purse over and it just happened to be in his hands? That's not how that would work. <laughs> so what if you find out that she let him go and then he came back and killed her later in her place? Then that, that, I, I agree. That's where the fault is in the law. I, I don't disagree with that because that happens all the time with stalker cases. People get a stalker thing where they, they got to stay a thousand feet away. Nobody, none of stalkers, if you're a stalker, you're not going to obey by that. That's not how it works. And that's why you get people breaking in people's houses that have this thing. That stuff doesn't work. That, the law needs a change in that aspect. But if you run somebody over and kill them, that's murder. Unless they were coming at you with a gun. If they're running away, it's the same thing. If you shoot somebody in the back that robbed your house, you can get charged with manslaughter because you killed them. They were leaving. Look, look, I, I understand everything that you're saying, Gary, but let, let, like, let's really look at this, though. She's she's a woman. She's right. five months pregnant. She just got her perch snatched. And in her mind, he got all her information on where she live, where she work, because I'm pretty sure everything the women live out of their purse. And Correct. she probably has everything in her purse. So, yeah, I can see how 
I, I can see Linda, you 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 sway me a little bit. I can see how she could be in fear for her life and have to then in turn have to run him over, just like you would have to shoot somebody in the back uh if you needed to because and then you you're don't still know. gonna get and you're still gonna get charged if you shoot him in the back. That's the whole point I'm making. Oh, so what you're saying is you're not talking about whether this is right or wrong. You're talking about whether or not she should be charged. Yeah, she based should be on charged. How the law yes. is stated. Correct. Yeah, you're you're right. You 100. She's supposed to be. But to... I'm saying if she did kill him, that is legit yeah. murder. You're going. Yeah. You're you should, you're going to go to jail for murder. Doesn't matter what happened before, unless it was self defense. And if he's running away, you can't say self defense. But I think in each scenario, sometimes you can like interview a person and see where their mind is at, right? And that she's so distraught, she may not have even really meant to run him down, but like... Oh, no, she said in her interview she No, nah, she was trying to run his ass. Her interview, she said, I tried to go after He's... him on foot, and I realized I couldn't, so I got in the car and just ran him down. But what's crazy is, is in the video, you never see her trying to run. She's in the Correct. car the entire time. Because they, they called her, they called him afterward, after the fact, as he's running, and then she just guns at him. Literally, no, over. I, I thought she was finna zombie land and double tap his ass and back up, but she didn't. But yeah, she she got him pretty good. She got him pretty good though. And again, again, I think the thing is that everybody makes it about being a woman. I'm just saying in general, if this happens to anybody, you should be charged. It doesn't matter if you're male, female, you should be charged well, in this I, situation. Because so imagine, okay, if a guy steals my wallet out of my car and I see him and I run him down. Should I get charged then? Why does it have to change if it's a woman you, or a man? How are you running him down? Are you running with him down? Car, with, with my car, I run him over. And, and the same exact aspect, it's just a male instead of a female driving. Why I'm like, you going to jail. Yo, ass going to jail. It doesn't need to be based off of our sex. Everybody should be treated. Everything's based off sex, Gary. We know that. That's what I'm saying. It, that's that's not, we're not talking about what should. We're talking no, about the, what is. In the law, it's not. In the law, it is not based off sex. It is by public perceptions based off sex. Did she happen to say if she was scared or not? Uh, she said she was terrified. Yeah. She was terrified. That's now, you so know she's going to say she was terrified. People would look at him differently. If you got on and you go, I was so scared, I would feel for you. No, nope, everybody would make fun of him because he's a male. I mean, that's a, that's a fact. If D'Angelo got on... TV and said he was scared because somebody stole something from him. I'm going to make fun of him as his friend because that's just what friends are going to do. And he, so True. he's not going to admit that because he doesn't want to deal with that. Because we don't, we don't get the same, we don't get the emotionally released like women get the emotionally released. Because if we do, we emotionally open up or we release, then, you know, we get jokes cracked about us. We're not strong enough. We're sensitive. Like we don't get the same, we, we're not looked at the same way as women are from a mental health standpoint. We've talked about this on this podcast. Correct. At, so, at and you can like we talk at so length. We'll bring Linda, up so like we can talk about had, this uh, all night. You, you, it's not well, Linda, like you had uh, what was the Olympian? Uh, uh, Simone soccer, Biles. Simone who, Biles. So Simone yes. Biles, you know how she got out of the Olympics. Well, Ben Simmons said he set out because of mental health, and uh, everybody clowned Ben crushed Simmons. Crushed him. But everybody, but Simone Biles is getting a pre, pre, freedom medal. Uh, from the president because of what she did, Bro, but Ben Simmons is getting her, choked she... by everybody. <laughs> yeah. But he's saying the same exact thing. He said mental health, and people because he's male, they don't they don't want to give him any credit. They're just saying he's, yeah, he's making it up and stuff. That's just the problem of bullying. That like they bully for all weird. No, I agree, but I'm saying like because he's a male, he got no sympathy from anybody. No. But Simone Biles got sympathy from a no. lot of people. She got she got hell from people too. Don't get me wrong. There was people out there giving her a hard time, but there was more that were for her than against her. There hasn't been anybody for Ben Simmons. No. But also, I, I, I've been for him because it's just legally you think she should be, or how do you feel about it? Like that she should just let him ride. Yes, call the cops. What? I'm talking. She's talking about like, what do you do in that situation? You don't run them down your car. And you know what? That's gonna be a great transition. Thank you, Linda, for joining us. I I don't know if you want to stick around for this next conversation, but uh, is, is, just, we got we got another guest coming on. We we got another guest coming on. Uh, I think Bell's gonna come on. I'm a uh, I'm gonna try to ring him. If you want to hang around for it, you can. If you, I mean, it's solely up to you. But we're gonna talk about this Akron shooting. 
uh, with Bell. Uh, it's going to be very uh, interesting. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. So uh, stay tuned. So Go ahead. You bring it yeah. in. So we have my brother on, Bill. It's always great having him in the house and having him back. But, you know, whenever we have Bill on. That's not what I heard. I heard there's a lot of animosity between you two. And beef always between you two. Where you hear that at? We ain't never beef, man. I'm just saying. We'll find out. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we, we, we will. So we this is going to be a great conversation. And and I'm really looking forward to hearing it because – I want to hear uh, what you looked up to as it relates to what we're getting ready to talk about, Gary. Um, but there's been another shooting. Um, and, you know, you always hate to talk about this. You always hate to hear about this. And, you know, unfortunately, somebody's kid died. Um, somebody's son. Uh, and obviously there were some, some kids that were responsible for this. And that's here why this we're having this conversation so gary can you let everybody know uh from what you've read because i hadn't had a chance to really like look at it and really dive into it uh like you have gary so you know go ahead and lay it all out there and we can have this discussion yeah so there was a shooting last week in akron um here's what has been released so far um a i believe a 25 year old african-american because that's what they led with on the article um uh was in a police chase he was getting pulled over and decided just to run and took off and they released the video and um of him speeding away and they went on a little speed like a police chase and then in the video you see a fire shot a gunshot from the passenger the driver's car towards the police and then uh he decides to park and get out of the car and run. He has a ski mask on. He's taking off. They're telling him to stop. Uh, they said they tried to taser him. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, he stopped. He eventually stopped. And then he turned and started walking towards the cops. And then they shot him. They lit him up. And now they did shoot him 60 times. There was 80 shots. He got shot 60 times. And there's... People were protesting. People were in uproar over all this. Every there was eight cops, I believe, uh, and uh, everybody's. It's all it's all over everything right now because again we've had the shootings before, and so you my said question, he shot at the cops while he was driving. Yes, driving away, he was shot okay. at the cops. So okay. they knew there was a gun. Uh, and it happened to be he was unarmed when he turned around and came towards the police officer. So he did. But again, cops don't know that at that time. So they shot 60. He got shot 60 times and he ended eventually dying. So they, they shot 80, 80, 80, 80 shot bullets were shot. Cops. Correct. On average, each cop shot at least 10 times, maybe more. But just oh, if correct. you had to average it out. Okay. Correct. There was 80 shots, okay. eight cops. So obviously that's a little bit excessive the amount of force used, but I don't think, I think the question is, is it excessive? Yes. But all the cops are probably going to draw on that situation and they're probably all going to shoot. Do they need to shoot their whole clip? Probably not. But why, why is that always the conversation? Why is that always the conversation? I, my, my thing is this right here. And, and, and so, not, so not, not, not just in this, not, not just in this situation. I'm talking about in any situation is always the amount of times where like how do we not know the first or the second or the third bullet was the fatal shot and the other seven or eight or nine or ten or whatever was the ones that maimed him or her or in this case not just in just this this particular incident i'm just talking about in any incident period we always talk about how many times when if cops are trained to neutralize a threat neutralizing a threat is meaning you not moving that's neutralizing the threat. So, I so if say, I'm neutralizing the threat and it take me 80 bullets to neutralize that threat, then again, there was eight cops. So all of them, if you want to just break it down, all of them shot 10 shots. So right. basically they're clipped. Yeah. So it's not like so they reloaded. Can, it's just that they emptied it. I mean, you can't see, you, you can't see how that could be accessible or your statement. Your question was, why is that always brung up? So as a 
gun permit uh, owner myself, I, one of the things that I remember out of class after taking it years ago, I'm sure a lot of stuff changed, but one of the key points I remember is where I could take my gun because the total number of people versus a movie theater, amusement parks, certain stuff. The other thing was them talking about overkill, guy breaking your house, he done damn man, stabbed your wife, hit you, uh, man, got your kid, had your kid. But when you shoot them, if I do an overkill or overshoot too many times, I'm going to be charged. Which so, to me, so I got a question for you on that, Bell. Okay. Uh, how, how does it determine overkill? So, for example, like you said in your, in your description, say somebody broke in your house, was attacking your family, and you shot five times, and they're still coming. Right. Okay. So, difference in the class in that once that guy is fought, the way he told me, hey, you got this guy, he didn't stabbed you, man, got your wife, and you get a chance to shoot him. So I just shot him, and clearly he's on the ground. I can't not go over him, stand over him, and shoot him again. Once okay, that makes sense, in, yes. Right, right, right. So they saying that shit, he was down. They're making that, in a sense, overkill. But, you know, my question was, he might still be moving. I don't know how I'm going to be thinking at that point. If you, if I'm in the house and somebody stabbed my family or stabbed me, like, I want to make sure he's dead. You know, so my question is, I got to determine, like, hey, I can't shoot him, you know, again because he's down or whatever. In the cop case, I think the excessive part is, for me, I, I would think if me, you, two, and five other people were shooting at one guy, at some point after somebody shot, somebody got to say, wait a minute, this is too much. I mean, I know two asked the question, why does excessive shooting always come into play? But I mean, I guess if he stood there like uh, like uh, Scarface at the end of the movie, maybe so, maybe you keep shooting. But so, I would have to think that at some point before everybody was done shooting, they would have to know, okay, like we got this, like the situation, is neutralized. I, I would agree. Um, just playing devil's advocate. If you're out, if it's dark uh, and all this is going on and you're shooting and every, so I'm assuming everybody probably shot at the same time. They don't know at that point he has a gun. If he, if he falls to the ground and still has a gun and is capable of shooting, how are you supposed to handle that situation? This is just like a gun owner. I'm not talking about in there as a cop. Like, so if you right. had, a, if, if a guy was on the ground with a gun still, is it still considered obsess obsessive? Because what if they turn and start firing at you? They're not. Well, they, and then they what? Yeah, they didn't call it obsessive. I believe they called it overkill. Okay. The permit class overkill. Okay. So I, I'm I, the way that I took it was a. I want to make sure I never done that. But if I'm capable of standing over him, clearly he I agree. I agree. Neutralized enough that I was able to stand over him and get some shots off. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. So my question with this situation that happened, uh, unfortunate, should never happen. That well, it should never happen in general. But it is excessive. I think that there was eighty shots fired, sixty times he was shot. But do you think it would still can be considered uh, excessive if there was only two cops and he was shot eight times out of twenty shots? Would that be reasonable, or is it because of the fact that there was eight cops because it was a police chase? And usually a police chase draws in more cars. Uh, like how, how are you supposed to handle that as a, as a police officer in general? I don't know in general. I'm just asking how are you supposed to, if you're a cop in this situation, how are you supposed to handle this situation? I, 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 go ahead. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with Gary on this situation because I, my thing is this. I, and, and, and this is what bothers me. About this, I, 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 week in and week out, or day in a day out, or hour in an hour out, like we're going through changes from a standpoint of whether it's racism, classism, sexism, like we're all dealing with something, and there's a marginalized group that's fighting uh, for equality uh, in their respective area, right? I get that. I totally understand that. But with that being said, <clears throat> it's very tough for us to like judging them on 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 how many times that he got shot. This is what gets me. 
I, I don't understand whether you black, white, brown, green, orange, or yellow. If you shoot at a police officer, then you know that you're going to get return fire. That's the only thing. And if you're willing to shoot at a police officer, you know that there's a squad of them back there, then they know that you have no regard for your life or their life either. Okay. If you say so. Like, I'm not, I, I obviously, I don't, I don't think that they should have shot 80 times, but I'm, I just want to know, like, as if you, how do you handle that situation? Officer, how do you, what do you do in that situation? How do you handle it? Cause if, if every, you're, you're trying to do everything by the book and, and you know, you're shoot running, doing you know all this stuff, like, how do you handle And you don't know if he has the gun at that point. They found the gun was in his car. So they don't know if it's on him when he took off or ran. Like, how do you handle that situation as a cop? Almost, I, I I don't have that answer for you. If I if, if and I think you asked me how I would handle it. Or yes, what, if you were a cop, how, do, how would you handle how it? How do I feel? That I I would say this. I always tell. I got several guys that's in law enforcement, and I know one of their key things is, and they want to go home to their family. So I I do understand that one hundred percent. Um, we can talk about the. Actual shooting, I pulled, you know, we got somebody pulled over, whether it's a chase. I think it goes back to, and when we have these conversations, I don't know how they handle it, but I can, we can go from one coast to the next coast, go either way. And I can, don't, can't nobody, you can't ask me to pull up, give examples of names, but it's too many times where I see cops handle these situations a lot different. And most of those times, it's not, it's, it's a, you know, the uproar and the protesting is about, is I, maybe two weeks ago, or I don't know how, how long ago, I seen a um, white kid, I, I call him a kid because he was young, whatever the shooting that happened at the school went on this about a month ago, uh, this sickness or this rage of the school shootings. I think too many times that, Oh, we found a way, whether we were posed for a threat, we know the guy that is, but hey, this guy was taken in custody. This is the uproar. I'm talking about the uproar. I'm really not answering your question, but I'm talking about the protesting. And you're gonna are you gonna continue to have it as long as you got excessive, uh, overkill, however we wanna call it. Not on okay, man. I, I for me, if I get on this call tonight and I hear uh, this man was in a high speed chase for whatever reason. I hadn't gotten to the reason I heard it's like a traffic stop. Whatever reason he made a bad decision running, whatever he's done. They right now he shot at the cop. I heard he shot at the cop. If you get out the car, say, hey man, he shot at the cop while he was in the car, he got out, they told him to stop, he charged it for him, they tried to use the taser, because this is what I done read. Taser didn't work, they went to their firearms and shot him. You know, and you know what? It was eight cops. I, I don't have the number for you, but when you go over into the 80 shots and shooting somebody 60 times, one person, you're going to get what you have because you can't. It's like, shit, you know, y'all wanted to kill him. Like, it, it wasn't a let's try to neutralize this. This is what you wanted to do. You couldn't find a better way to take this guy in. Let's bring him to justice and let him do his time or whatever the case. I'm not trying to defend the guy because I do not know what he did wrong. All I know is, I, and I will be honest, I'm going to get real quick. I have faded away from watching a lot of media, like news stuff. Gary said something to me last year that stuck with me. He really, it doesn't matter, people, Fox, CNN, this and that. I just try to stay off of it too much. Not because it's misleading me, it frustrates me. Yeah. It frustrates me to the point that it's just like anything else. At the end of the day, they should try to get the store and make the money when it's real life stuff going. And you are swaying people to feel some type of way. And that's what I have a problem with. So I don't have an answer on what to do. Yeah, that's so, how I just, I, you know. I, I definitely think it was excessive. I didn't think 80 shots were need, but you think there's still going to be, uh, you think there's still be an issue if they only shot five times and he got killed by that. Like, cause to me, I feel like if you shoot at the cops, like D said, if, if you shoot the cops, they're going to defend themselves too, because not, they don't know if you still have the gun, if you got the car. 100%. My statement was they want to go home for, cause you, you don't Correct. know. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think 100% was excessive. 
But I'm right. saying, like, I have no problem with them shooting because he got shot at. Now I have a problem with how many times they shot. I do have a problem with that. I think that's that was excessive. But, again, I, I'm looking at if I want to play devil's advocate and the cop side, there's eight of them. They all just unloaded their clip. I don't think they, like, took turns shooting. I think they all unloaded at the same time because they're all responding to the same call because it was a police chase at that point. So at some point of 80 cops. I agree. Question. You should just stop. So, you should just stop. so, I agree so, so somebody should have stopped. So it brings upon the question. Yes. <laughs> now we got to dig into the, to the, this is what brings, if we being honest, like you say, if you shoot at a cop and they fire back and they kill you, hey man, this cat was out here shooting at the cops. But when you take, I don't know if all the cops was white. I hadn't gotten into that yet. Yeah. But let's let's say that they are. But what we do know, the individual that killed was an African American. And what we do know for the last few years, you know, this has been a topic because when you came on, I want to jump in and say, Desmo, when you said we got another shooting, and you were referring to another, I'm assuming African American or a police shooting. You, I don't. When you say a shooting, was it a school shooting? Was it like? You just said another shooting. So I didn't know, I'm not right. trying to take a jab at you, but it, it's too familiar of shootings, period. Like, <laughs> I, we're having this conversation about because if we can try to dance around, and I'm not saying that we are, but when it boils down, it's a race thing. That's that's what it's going to come down to with the protesters. I got the NAACP chapter in Akron, Ohio, and they're saying this is murder. Like, I... I like to sit back, give it a couple of days, let all the evidence come out or Correct. come out, and let's okay. see what you know what really like what led to this. But I'm like Gary, I, you can tell me a lot, but it, like I said, it's up is us three shooting at one person uh, with 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 a pistol. I don't even think, and we got 15 clips in the nine. I don't think. We gonna fire forty five shots. I, I, I agree. don't think I'm gonna continue to shoot one individual for whatever because, like I said, at some point, if you constantly hitting a guy 60, 60 times, did he just stand up and stand there and take all sixty? At some point, he had to be falling, looking like he, you know, disabled or not, you know, neutralized. In my opinion, I, I wasn't. I don't know, but I was I, hope I, to I, think that after so many shots, I mean, to shoot a guy. <laughs> to to get it to hit for him to be hit sixty times, I, I just really would like to know how that look. When I say look, for did he, did they shoot while he's on the ground? I mean, like was he standing up the whole time? Because that's I think that so, changes everything. If he was on the ground, they stood over him and shot. That's a whole yeah, other thing. I don't think they stood over him by no means, but I think they might have still been shooting maybe while he was down. I don't know. That's that's what I'm saying. I would like to know. I think. I don't think nobody would go over there and still, you know, stand over him and shoot. But, you know, him being down, I don't know if he was still moving. But either way, even on the ground, you consider, in my opinion, neutralized if you ain't firing back. Yep. Uh, I get what and from what I've read, his gun, I can't say he fired back at him at that time because they said the gun was on the front seat. No, they said, they said it was fired – when they were in the chase. I'm driving. But, right, 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 right. And what I'm saying is I don't think he would have fired back while he was on the ground. That's why they kept shooting, because they said he didn't have the gun on him, at, you know, at the shooting, once he got out and ran from yeah. where he got ran. I, like I said, I'm waiting for everything to come out. Right. I, 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 And, and I'm going to switch gears just real quick, Bill, because I, I, I really want to ask you this question before – uh, we in the podcast because uh, I've always wanted to know this and you you will be one to help me with this. So, you know, that gun reform has come up a hundred million times every time there's a mass shooting, every time there's a, a unarmed shooting like we talk about guns in this country. My question to you is this. If they were to come out with new laws surrounding guns, which community would be affected the most by it and why? Gun laws affected. Well, uh, you see what I'm saying because they. I, 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 I think the community say, that would be affected the most would be the the white. The, the legal the legally owned legally the owners that own their guns legally would be affected the most. There's not. I don't yeah. think it'd, it'd be based on like a race. I did think everybody that properly owns their guns would be affected the most. 
That's a true statement. What he was saying, most of those legal people, the the majority is going to be, you know, white American, you know, people. Like, I'm a gun, like, I have several guns. Like, when I was in Arizona, I bought a gun every week. I have several guns, but I'm not NRA guy that got to, you know, have, at one point, it was just a hobby for me to, you know, be able to do this so that's why i've done it so it's not a um you know a session or a crazy thing for me or man i gotta protect yeah i want to protect my home my family but i'm not obsessive like i see some of these links sometimes with people with all these guns oh man i gotta protect my you know i gotta take my kids out and do this da, 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 da. so i think it would be to answer your question i think it would fake i think what two was trying to get at is um not saying your answer isn't right here, but I think if we go on race, it will be most of, I would say the majority of, I'm not going to say all because that's, once again, here you go stereotyping, but there are a lot of illegal guns that's out there. That's why when I hear people say, we got to get new law, like I agree, like mass shooting, I hear everything, but what about all the guns that people obtain illegally? You know what I mean? That's on the streets that you can get that you know, I you know, I, I have guns that are made for me. You know, before this new law change, I had to get everything shipped to the gun range, you know, for so they can so I can have my serial number matched to me. But now I can just buy and go. Like, you know, I had probably seven guns built in the last year. You know, that you know, I'm talking rifles. That you know that are mine by by no means. Like if you know if I look at my capability to get that done, I don't know you know if you change the laws unless you're not able to buy these things. And I honestly like when I had to ship it to the uh, gun range, so it could be just like me buying that lore that I purchased was like me buying a gun that had that serial number was attached to me. I don't even have to do that now. So it's just yeah. a different you know it's it's. So changing it, I, I think it would affect those people that are into it. And you look at, I don't think I ever purchased a gun with the mind frame of, I know when I have to use this or I can't wait to use, like my first gun is just saying, man, I want to be able to protect my home, whether that's my shotgun or whatever the case may be. Or even when I'm out driving, we all had a play professional ball at one time and whether we know it or not we were targets mentally in my mind so i want a protection from that or at least be prepared but never on a level of you know i you know it, it's just a different level I, I don't know when you talk about the reform like and some people say oh man you gotta be able to purchase your gun but how do it's another discussion every time i'm on here talking with you guys what do we do about it like at the end of the day, and then my question is, as the United States of America, are we like how many other countries is having these type of problems? So uh, my response to that would be, how many other countries have democracies? Right. Okay. That's that, that's 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 an argument because like people brought that up, but a lot of other countries people throw out their dictatorships. They don't have free. They don't have free will. They don't not allowed to do everything they want. They have to abide by what. A certain exact rule that are dictated by their government and we don't have that and i think that's why we have the issue we have with guns is because we are a democracy so you have a little more freedom and rights to do certain things that you don't in other countries and i think that's where a lot of it comes from and a lot of people will bring up like the north north uh the norwegian countries but again it's easier to handle uh 1.2 million 2 million versus 100 million people it's a little easier to control in those situations the type of if you have a democracy or something in that aspect when it's less than 20 million people when you have 100 million people you have to deal with it's hard yeah or more than 100 million yeah i just don't i don't know what the answer is either but like if you see like right. china they don't do gun well they don't have guns because they're not allowed they don't even have the internet they have everything's monitored because they're a dictatorship same with russia all these places are like there's dictatorships that are involved australia now that's a different story but again they have less rights than we do here 
And I would say that would yes. that would contribute to why it doesn't happen in other places, and that why they don't have as many guns in other places is because a lot of other places aren't as democracy has as much democracy as we do here. So it's like the gift and the curse. Correct. At least that's from what I've read. I could be wrong on some aspects. Some countries could be democracy and still have less. I don't know for sure. I just know predominantly a lot of countries don't have the democracy we have. Right. And and they don't have like the constitution with it written in like we do. A lot of countries don't have that type of stuff in their constitution or their bill of rights, whatever their, their version of it is. They don't have guns put into like ours did. I think that's a big difference in a lot of places. All right. I got a quick question. I know I'm not home for the show, but I, I would like to know, in this shooting of this young man, do you guys feel like, and we hadn't got all the facts yet, um, can you either, can you understand how when you have the protesting, or can you guys see the um racial um line coming up in this situation because another black male or African American, yeah, Breon Taylor Sarah that's gunned down, you know, life in from the hands of police So officers. I will say yes, I can see it if if it's talking about the excessive force. If it was if it's just talking about just the whole situation itself and somebody getting shot by the police no i don't see it in that aspect i see it excessively but i don't see it in the aspect of just somebody breaking law running shooting at cops if it was two shots and he got killed he broke the law he shot the cops that would be expected i think the issue would be you could say it's racism it has racist undertones if because of the excessive force used but only in that aspect i don't think the whole thing is based off race okay yeah Okay. And do so. I I I I'll say this. <clears throat> I and I'm gonna kind of piggyback off of what Gary said. I I agree that it it could be seen as excessive, and that's why people are protesting because, based off prior history, everything indicates that this was racially motivated, and that um, rightfully so, everybody should march. However, now, if you look at it from another perspective of this, and I'm solely trying to look at it from the cops' position, uh, not the people that are protesting, but the cops' position. There's eight cops out there, each one of them, maybe, let's just say that they're in fear for their lives. Uh, We hold them to higher standards than we hold ourselves because these are things that we cannot do, will not do, and will not even necessarily try uh, because it's such a hard job to carry out, and it's such a a uh, split decision that you have to make between life and death and the decision makings you have to make when you make those decisions. So with that being said, I'm going to say this. Every one of those cops fear for their life and they pulling that trigger. A lot of them was pulling that trigger for the first time on the job, not necessarily going to the gun range and shooting those guns and making sure that they they're really good with their service weapon. A lot of them have never shot their guns in the line of duty so now in the event that i pull it each one of them at some point has told themselves if i ever have to pull this thing i'm gonna use it we've told ourselves that and we're not even cops if if we come to the gun play i pull this mug i'm letting every round in this i'm letting it go and in the event that they do the same thing because we're human then they get judged for not being human but for being cops because we would do something completely different. Couple, couple things, I'm only speaking because of how my mind works. Uh, the last thing that you said was, we just said, man, my only time I didn't talk about emptying my clip in the, is in the talk of if I know such and such has raped my daughter my it's rage is very upset those are the tones those are the times i talk about hey if this happened man i empty my clip in this guy so that's that's personal that's when i've said that and i'll be willing to deal with the consequences because those times for me have been anger rage of feeling that way talking about it not so, not having lived it 
talking about so it. So somebody broke in your house and was coming at you with a gun when you wouldn't unload your clip? I, I don't th- I don't think I will unload my clip because my mind frame, well, to do all your ethics and everything, my mind frame is, first of all, you go in and unload your clip and you don't hit your mark or hit your target, then you will be creep. And I don't know if you're floating around with all the creep. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is... I see what you're saying. I walk in and this kid is raping my daughter, no matter on top of him, no gun or not. I'm emptying my clip and I'm going to deal with it on the back end. That's my mind frame. Yeah. I'm asking they be grown. But when I'm saying I'm going to shoot enough shots, I, got, I, I switched over to nines because I wanted more rounds in my clip. So I got away from <clears throat> carrying four or fives and went to nine because I want those 15, 16 shots. But I, how I think around, I want to make them count if I ever got to use my gun. So I'm not a Man, just let me fight off. But like you said, somebody's coming at me in my house, and I do get those shots off. I done got six, seven shots off, and they still coming. Then, yeah, I'm probably going to hit them clip. But clearly, they own something, you know, they own something else on a whole other, you know what I'm saying, mind frame. Um, I say that, and then the other part, I know I started out saying too far. Two, I wanted to ask you when we started out, tell me how eight cops can all fear for their life at one time from one guy. Well, I I I'm I'm being honest with you, Bill, and 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 I would hope you would feel the same way if it was me. So what I try to do is I try to put myself in the same position. Obviously I'm not a cop. I've never wanted to be a cop. I I I, I don't want to have to make those decisions and have to live with the decisions that I have to make with being a cop. Therefore I never put myself in that position. However, though, when I do mentally do it, I I tell myself this. I'm going home to my family, one. Two, in the event that you shoot at a cop at any point, and you know how I feel about this, Bill. We had this conversation all the time. Like, they are authority figures, and and I, I totally get it. I'm okay with the, you know, you can talk however you want to talk. You know, but now when you start in, engaging in weapon play or gun play or something like that, you like you can't shoot at a cop and be like, oh, no, nah, I was just playing. Like, that's, that's not something that you do. You but see what I'm same saying? Rule, same rule, you're going to hold me accountable. For that guy that breaking my house and five, five shots at me, the moment he turned and run away, the moment he's no longer a threat, hold on, hold on even though yeah. he shot at me. He, this guy shot at the cop from what we know while they were in the car. All right. I know. Just just listen. I'm I'm just trying to tell you. you You're trying to tell me about the rules and the laws. I'm not following the rules and the laws. I'm following what I believe. If he turn around, he's shooting me five times and he turn around and run, I'm busting his ass in the back six times. This is okay. And you, you, if you willing, I got a few things I'm willing to go to jail for. It's a handful. Other than that, I'm not willing to go. So if you're willing to go, if, if somebody breaking your house and you run, you, they run away and you want to shoot them, tough guy, go ahead. I got you. I'm going to do everything you need me to do while you go. Okay? Just know that since you want to know. Whatever you need me to do. But in the, at the same time, what I'm saying is you're talking about how you feel. I'm trying to put it in play from these cops' perspective. If I'm trained to know that, hey, I understand you don't know if he has a gun. I get you. I understand, like, man, shit, we don't know. We don't, I, I don't know. But if I'm saying for us to have this conversation, and now I don't even think it's fair to any of them to to extent because it's just like us playing ball. The guy in the stands can sit there and say, oh, man, shit, you, you know, well, he should have done that or Donna, this shouldn't have happened. But you don't know until you're in that moment. Then, Dan's like, why did you cut to the right? Like, they don't know. Like, it's different. I don't know what it's like to have that sweaty palm and getting out that police car for a traffic stop and what's really going through their mind. Especially, I, I, right now in Memphis, Tennessee, have been stressing to my daughter who's 19, who drives, to my, to my family, period. Don't be hunky and horn and let the people drive. Because it, it seems like every day somebody's shooting on the interstate. People get killed because somebody got cut off. I got a good friend that got shot two weeks ago because he could have cut off in traffic. Young guy pulled up, jumped out, shot eight times, hit him twice just because he pulled out in front of him. That's what's going on out here. 
And that's what the cops got to deal with. That makes it true. I'm going to hold them. I, I don't have a problem with saying that. But at the same time, I'm, I, you know me for years. Yeah. I will assess it. I'm going to call a spade a spade if I'm asked my opinion. I may be wrong, but from my opinion, if if the guy got out and was shooting at them and buzzing them and they shot a hundred times at that moment, hey, it is what it is. I'm just saying at that point, I, I think it is. I feel strongly about it being excessive in so, this situation. No, I have a question. So um, with that whole situation, we they haven't released the cops, who they are, or anything like that. So we don't actually know if they're white, black, whatever they are. So since it's being made about race because of the excessive, if it comes out there was four black cops, four white cops, is it still considered race now? Or is it or is it just police power? Or how does that does it change the narrative of what it's going to be described as because now there's black police officers in it now? Or or is it or is it just police brutality in itself? Does it get away from the race part? Because that's the thing we don't know that yet. We don't know the makeup of the cops, who they were. Because would that change the 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 this what is all what is being considered right now? Yes. I'm just being honest, which yeah. is not probably not fair, but yes, when you hear it, if we being honest, man, I, I can close my eyes and hear a story and people like, oh, I don't see color, like, come on, like, if I hear, uh, I'm asleep and I hear, oh, man, we found a body, a guy, man, been eating body parts, I, I'm just being honest, Jeffrey Dahmer, if I not see him and hear him say, hey, that's probably somebody, why I don't Maybe wrong. Sniper DC shoot, I thought might have been a white guy was a black guy. I'm just people don't want to talk about him just being honest. So when you hear this, you're automatically thinking, oh, some white cops and shot a black guy. Like Correct. you said, but if it's four and four and you and you hear this situation, that changes up everything. Now it's just the police in general. And I think it will. The narrative will change. Now so does it just, does it matter? What if it what if it's six white, two black? If, what if it comes out the black cop shot just as many as the white cops? If there is, I don't know yet. I'm just saying, does that still change? Because now everybody shot the same amount. I, I think once you once we get the disparity of the color, like the, the makeup of yeah. the cops, I think it has potential to change either way. No yeah, I, I just wonder because I don't because it obviously is being made about race with the excessive, which it could be about race because of the excessive amount of times that was shot, but it also could not be like you said. We don't know all the facts yet. Everything hasn't been released. We sit back and think. And I think a lot of the stuff that you said, how like, oh, a guy gets attacked by an alligator. You're probably going to think from Florida and white. That's usually, but, but the reason why that is, and same with a lot of the other stuff, like serial killers and stuff like that, you, you predominantly think certain aspects because of the way the media has twisted everything story. Hey, we're going to post everything about this. We're going to post everything about this. And they're trying to make you – that's all you think about now. And I think that's happened over time. And that's why our minds have already been perceived. If you hear something, you're already putting in the race that it, that it affected and who it was because of what you've seen in the media over time of your life. Correct. Correct. And I think that's just part of part of the media's aspect of where the way they divide us and stuff like that. That's a, a whole other aspect, which we've discussed before. Yeah. But I do think that plays a part into things and why people get that perceived notions on things that happen. Because the only time you ever hear about a, a cop shooting somebody is when it's a cop dealing with a black person. You never hear when it's a white person getting shot. So that happens too, but it never gets reported because it's not newsworthy. And that's that's a bad thing because that's why they're always making it about race. Well, I I... I... I think the race comes up more so than sexuality or anything else comes Correct. up because we 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 try to make sense of how something like this could happen. I agree. Like yeah, and the only way we can make it make sense is like man, it had to be this or it had to be that. That's but the thing, in, is, the thing is it doesn't have to always be that, but we always want to put it in one of those categories. Sometimes it could have just been that person just felt they felt like they were threatening their life, and that's why something happened. We don't know the whole aspect of it. You'll never know. That's the thing is we'll never know. We'll just make our own assumptions and then just run with it. That's how True. it is in everything. But that's how, that's how life is. That's how everybody is, which is unfortunate, and that's why there's so many negative things we everybody thinks about other people. 
That makes sense. Well, Bill, I really appreciate you coming on, man. We really thank you. Uh, can't wait to have you on again. Uh, oh, we appreciate it, Bill. I, I, I think, see, I think things like these are like must-have conversations because I don't feel like you hear a rational conversation discussing situations like this. It's usually one side yelling at the other and the other side yelling back. It's never an actual conversation. Just trying to figure out and and figure out what's going on because nobody really knows like we're all trying to figure it out and we're not nobody's blaming anybody nobody's saying anything we're just trying to figure out what's going on why it happens and that's and to, it does these conversations don't happen because nobody's willing to do it and to add to that nobody's willing to do it and you have people not afraid to be themselves <laughs> afraid to be themselves because of what somebody gonna say. And that's why we can't have these conversations because like, what are they gonna say about me? As a white male and you agreeing with me on a situation, Gary, I feel stronger is not worrying about what his brother is gonna say of, because of his race. Like, I can't believe you siding with, you know, the you know, African-American on this. No different from me. Like I tell you all the time, I take a lot of heat uh in my community growing up in the inner city in north memphis and and calling the spade a spade you know i'm telling like hey that ain't right i had guys get on facebook and call me uncle tom and this this and the third but i'm just telling you how i feel about it because i try to i nowhere near none of us is perfect but i try to stand for what's right and i try to do what's right by people especially when you're talking about their lives and certain stuff and if you got you feel a certain way about stuff, do what you need to do. But once it get left field out of line, you know I'm a, I'm gonna call you on it if you ask my opinion. May not show up just saying it on GP, but when somebody's asking me about it, I'm going. I'm not gonna shy away from it, whether it's they white, black, orange, purple. I don't have a problem with any of that. When people say, "Oh man, I don't see color," like I understand what they're saying, but. It, you can't, we can't live without seeing it. It doesn't mean you got to be prejudiced toward or racist toward any of that, but you, we see it because that's the makeup of the media and everybody else is what we have to deal with in society. Period. No matter, and like having this conversation for me, and I appreciate y'all having me on. I wish y'all would have me on more because it's a lot of stuff um, that happens that I want to have these conversations. Like I said, when I was talking earlier, Gary said something that made me look at, it's helped me as well, having some conversation to look at stuff a different way. And that's because we don't agree on something, being able to have a disagreement and still have conversations after that and not hold it on to, you know, because I get upset with D'Angelo for not speaking his mind on certain things. But at the end of the day, I can still call them and talk. I ain't going to let that ruin it. But if we're talking about that, I'm going to tell them how I feel. Um, you know, or I'm going to tell him, don't tell me this because you're not willing to do this. But at the end of the day, I know he's going to do what he want to do, which that's what a man should do. But amongst ourselves, I do think the conversations are great. I'm glad that you guys have me on here. Y'all need to, you know, continue to don't shy away from it. It doesn't make you may piss people off, but no matter what you do, you're going to piss somebody off. Correct. I don't care what you do. What are you laughing? And with that being said, we out. (laughs) (laughs) You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 